Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. The True North of WordPress Plugins. It's episode 553, and we have plugins for block for events, memory logging, download delay, Starbox humans, simple box, complaints, zid, 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 and classic press options all coming up on WordPress Plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content <clears throat> management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the oasis deep in the heart of the Cowichan Valley. I'm John O'Rall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber O'Rall. And we have the usual great show for you today. But, of course, before we get too far down the pole, let's uh, remind you all this is a value-for-value value show. We look forward to everyone kicking some value back. And don't forget the end of the show for the Q&A segment with Amber, which is always loads of fun. Sometimes it gets a little crazy. And we have it all set up for you. But you got to remember, it is split into two pieces. One part goes out to those of you listening here on the podcast itself, and the rest is only on the YouTube channel. So if you want to catch all of it and the entertainment at the end, make sure you go check out the YouTube version. If you're already listening to the show, just slide on into the very end of the YouTube video and watch what's there. All right. That's pretty much everything I have for you today. So I guess I should. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. This is number 14 of 52 episodes for 2022, and spring is in the air. For those of you who live on the wet coast, such as myself, this means warmer rain. And for those of you who live inland, I think it means that, there, that you will not have a little less snow. I'm not entirely sure, since I've pretty well spent my entire life on one coast or another. Either way, it's time for the spring cleaning to start kicking in. I know it has been for me. I've noticed I've started opening my windows every day, started going through all of my stuff, and as that spring cleaning bug kind of kicks itself in, remember to throw on some awesome tunes, spend some time with family and friends. And I have a challenge for everyone for the next week. I challenge everyone to try and make someone else laugh so hard that they seem like they're going to pee themselves. Mm, good luck with that. That's, that's my challenge. All right. <laughs> Off we go, then. Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet. Shut up! Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John Over. <laughs> Whatever. I really got to so, record that. Yeah, eventually. Maybe we'll get around to it if I remember. <laughs> There's a problem of making the effort. <laughs> so the first one I have up is the WordPress vulnerability report. It's actually a pretty good one this week. We only have two to worry about this week and both are at a medium uh, medium danger level so to speak uh, the first one is sassy social share my goodness try saying that three times fast mm -hmm. and NS WooCommerce watermark 
So if these are plugins you use, be sure to check it out. If you have them and don't use them, remove them. If you have them and they're currently active, make sure you deactivate them until a patch is made. Absolutely. You don't want to leave that junk lying around on your site and running the risk. Although if you can find a plugin to replace these plugins that are that are at this level, uh, see if you can replace them with something else. Mm -hmm. Find something that stays uh, stays more stable and kept up to date. Yeah, definitely. Next one up is WordPress community team reconsiders guidelines for in-person regional WordCamps, which could be awesome. The community team representative Hari Shanker is looking for feedback on the discussion about in-person regional events. They're looking for feedback before April 4th, 2022. The organizers are discussing relaxing a number of guidelines, including some for regional online word camps in order to help keep the communities connected. So if you're interested, follow the link we have here. It'll be in the show notes. Join in. Did they mention what guidelines they're wanting to change? Uh, they're wanting to uh, relax a lot of a lot of the guidelines that have been set in place over the past <clears throat> couple of years, and they're oh. also wanting to relax a guideline that states that there has to be a certain amount of people in order to have a WordCamp in that region. Oh. Um, <clears throat> what they're thinking about doing is instead of saying there must be this many people in this region specifically for us to create it, they're thinking about creating online that will be for that region so mm -hmm. so that people who are part of that region will have like a regional type mm. word camp it, though it will probably be online yeah it's just insane I, I i seem to think i seem to remember word camp or word camps were so much cooler and better back in the early days when they were held all kinds of places i mean victoria used to have a word camp yeah uh, i know because i spoke at it several times and uh you know, I was part of the original team that helped create. Uh, I wasn't there for the first year. I was I was on the team the second year for the WordCamp. So yeah, it was, it was. They used to be fantastic events. You know, great for meeting people, community, and you know. Problem is, as I always found them, they weren't always good for for my business. They were good for getting my name known, but they weren't good for business because you know, WordCamp, Word, WordPress people are notoriously cheap. Well, from what I understand. Um, on what I read there, that seems like what they're trying to sort of kind of get back to. Oh, well, that would be kind of cool. Go back to the roots. Yeah. That would be neat where they actually allow small communities, even though they can't, they can only muster up. I think we only mustered up like uh, two or 300 people, you know, but you know, yeah. You know. And it, it seems like uh, they're trying to make it possible to have word camps for regions where there mm. is a much less than the previously required amount of people so they yeah. can have it in smaller regions you gotta love gotta love bureaucracies they just grow upon themselves until they realize they've done something stupid and they're killing the uh, goose that laid the golden egg honestly it kind of makes me think of when i was a kid and i kept reaching for the top shelf so hard and then all of a sudden i could reach the top shelf and i just didn't care anymore yep pretty much <laughs> all right what's next uh, next up is block accidental edits of shared content with the lock reusable blocks plugin. So what this is talking about is um, this is a plugin that has been created so that users that are working in a group uh, can use one or more blocks and they can actually save them and then they can be reused anywhere. Uh, 
so far, my understanding is that, yes, the blocks could be saved and reused, but when it was in a group thing, it was um, like only one block of that kind could be saved, is how I understand it. I may yeah. be wrong, but... Mm, sounds uh, like something useful. Yeah, it seems like an expansion upon what was previously there. A can do it with a group of people, and the group of mm. people can all access it, rather than only one person who saved it can access it. So I I can see this being very useful if that's something that you think you could use. Uh, the WordPress Tavern does a great job reviewing this plugin. Okay, well go check that one out, folks. Uh, next up is the Ar Archeo Archeo WordPress theme blends Mayan history with magazine style block patterns. I just thought this was so cool. Interesting. Um. Yeah, like they actually took the pictures out of the history magazines that I remember growing up with and they turned it into headers and gave you the pictures and I just think it is really cool. It's not overly exciting if you're not someone who likes to use uh, pre-made patterns, but I really like history, so I wanted to bring this to everyone's attention. Cool. Next, I have remote work is key in preventing the next great developer resignation. And I thought this was an interesting article because it mainly has to do with how the work world has changed over the past uh, three to five years, not just over the past two years, but like over the past five years. And how a lot of people have come to realize that people who work from home tend to burn out faster and more frequently. Yeah. But that hasn't stopped a lot of employers from expecting more from their developers when they have a higher demand for software. Mm -hmm. So this is a very interesting article. It helps um, helps uh, to get a better understanding of where a lot of developers are coming from and the great resignation that has happened over the past couple of years. Well, yeah, that's partly because uh, it's really hard to work from home. It is. It's an extremely hard thing to do. You have to learn to manage your time. You have to, because the computer is there, you just feel like you should be working. You know, it's, it's especially if you don't have space for a separate office on things. You know, every mm -hmm. time you look, the computer's there and you just feel like you should be working or doing something. And then you, burnout happens real easy when you work from home. And uh, office stuff makes it a lot easier. I know it was much easier on me when I actually had an office. But yeah, well, hopefully uh, something can happen with that. I read through that article myself. It was a, kind of an interesting one in that they were talking about, you know, the fear of uh, developers leaving for better prospects and, yeah. and the uh, lack of developers out there. So, which uh, is, Something else that this article got me thinking about is hmm. I homeschool my girls and the constant desire to do schoolwork and the off the, the common burnout has been happening with my girls with the homeschooling too mm. so it can this whole thing can be put to multiple things that you do from home not yeah. just no. not just work yep all right uh next up is switching from developer to product owner consider these pros and cons first I liked this article a lot too, because first it goes through the difference between being a developer versus a product owner, and it moves on to the pros and cons. Some pros are exposure to lots of different aspects of business, opportunity mm -hmm. to develop skills, and a challenging yet rewarding role. 
Some cons are no time left for hands-on, such as coding. Yep. No um, more time in meetings where you have to talk to people, and you wind up taking accountability for things that are largely out of your control. Mm-hmm. It talks about other things too, like the money aspect, the interaction aspect. It's a really cool article. Happens to everyone who moves from uh, being a worker to owning a business. Because yep. they, they, it should have been labeled, you know, from from working in a business to owning a business. Because once you move into being the owner, you're responsible for everything now. Changes changes it a lot. Not an easy that thing to true. do. Not an easy task to accomplish. And you do end up not doing as much work as you used to work and the stuff you really enjoyed, which is what got you into it to begin with. You know, I hadn't thought about that, but this is another article that could be put to various things rather than just what they specifically write about here. Yep. All right. What we got uh, for the final one here? Last one for today. We were a little slow on WordPress news, so I brought these along. Uh, one large solar storm could knock out the power grid and internet. And I know that this is something that's kind of been on quite a few people's minds since we had a decent solar storm last, I think it was this last summer. We, mm-hmm. uh, we, it didn't hit us, mm-hmm. but it was close. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one is very interesting because it actually goes through and first explains what the Carrington event was back in 1859. Yeah. Then it moves on to what a geomagnetic storm is. You get a bit of history, scientific explanation, differentiation between geomagnetic storms versus aurora borealis slash northern lights. And you get a great explanation on what happens to the communication satellites and how it will disrupt our current world. It's a very interesting article that I recommend everyone take a look at. If we get another Carrington event, everybody will go to their computers, which may still work, may not work. It depends on how bad they fry the electrical systems, but the internet will be definitely a host. Yeah. So everyone will have a day off for quite some time after that because <laughs> it'll take a while. If we get another Carrington event, we're, we're, our, our, modern, our modern society is hosed because we are nowhere near prepared with the protections of our grid, of our electrical grids. I saw a professor so. explain it once as, uh, so far we've been lucky. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what's happening is uh, as the sun is spinning, it just randomly shoots things out. And mm-hmm. the fact that it keeps missing us it means that we are essentially drawing an ace every time. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, it, it is, there, it is no it, real pattern. It, it is random, and they, they are random. And sometimes when it shoots them out, well, the Earth's in the wrong spot, so it just blows right by us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We might catch the edge of an effect of it, but if we get nailed, we get nailed direct on, we'll be hosed. All right. Well, you got a whole pile of extra articles here for everyone to check out. Lots of interesting stuff. Laws of physics, TikTok, and Gen Z. You know, I'll, yeah. We're not talk not about to that. mention the recent stuff you got to you got to look out for 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 what hackers are doing, the yeah, the, the ha- current malware and stuff like that too. Yeah, the hackers are into everything. All right, let's wander on and let's go talk about those who support this show with their time, talent, or treasure. It's time to donate to WP Plugins A to Z. All right. Well, before we go into that, uh, Hemdian had a couple comments on the stuff we were talking about. Uh, managed to get himself mm. into the office. Yeah, we were, when we were talking about uh, about the lack of developers and why it's hard to work from home. 
Yeah, you can... I like that. If you can fill your day with meetings, you can look super productive without actually doing anything. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Faraday cages for all their electrical items. Well, most of the preppers have already done that. Oh, yeah. Some some preppers have entire rooms that are Faraday cages, so... (laughs) Oh, one really cool, um, one really cool Faraday cage that is very simple is just yeah. get an old ammunition box, one of those yeah. metal ones. Yeah, that'll do. Put your a, stuff inside there. You, know, you put your simple <laughs> items in there. You won't be able to fit your computer and your monitors and other things in that. True. Yeah. Hey, I wonder if those old safes would work. Probably um, some. Depends. Depends on whether they're grounded or not. Because you got to remember, it still has to be a grounded item. All right. Let's wander on. Let's go talk about those of time, talent, and treasure. First thing we always like to recognize is our artists who have supplied us with the artwork for the show. And we have artwork this week comes to us from Greg's Graphics, and he provided us with a really cool piece of artwork. A nice all-natural compass. Something you may need when the grid goes down because that compass in your iPhone is no longer going to work. I really like this picture. It is really well done. It is really well done. It's a nice, nice, precise uh, pointing to north, you know, with the reflection on the uh, lid, a nice copper lid that's got our logo on it. It's really, really nice. It's a nice, sharp image. So I do like it. It's just a classic look and uh, points to true north, which is, you know, what we are here at uh, WP Plugins. We're the true north for your plugins. Totally. And information. And thanks a lot to Greg's Graphics, who keeps providing us with artwork on a continuous and regular basis. In fact, he's stacked up quite a few right now, which is really great. Gives me lots of choices since uh, we need more artists out there who want to support the show. Kick us some artwork and maybe you can dethrone Greg from the uh, title been there for quite a while all right so thanks a lot greg we greatly appreciate everything you give us for uh for the art all right and we do also like to uh talk about and discuss those that support us with their treasure for the show and uh, we do have an executive producer slot available for anyone who donates fifty dollars and more for the show it gives you an an official credit as an executive producer of uh, wp plugins a to z which you can showcase everywhere that credits are recognized. But for all of those who come in under 50 bucks, it remains anonymous, and we thank you much. There are a few people out there that kick us a few bucks here and there, you know, and we greatly appreciate your support of the show with those small donations. And finally, for time, those that want to support the show with their time, and that is anyone who records jingles, which most of our jingles have been kicked to us by show supporters, along with um, the show logo, any of those things out there. Anyone wants to support us with their time in that aspect, we'd greatly appreciate it. Or if you have some spare time you want to spend on a website, there's always things we need done on the WP Plugins website because we never have time to work on our own website. Always the last one to get any work done. Yeah, it's like the plumber's pipes, the mechanic's brakes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like never buy never buy a used car from a mechanic. No, it won't work for you. <laughs> oh, it'll work. It'll work just fine for about uh, a week to three months, and then all those little niggling things that he just managed to finagle together will start falling apart, and you'll go, "What's wrong with it? Hey, it was an old car." <laughs> Trust me, I know. I was a mechanic once. 
All right. Well, thanks to everyone out there that supports the show. I think it's time for us to dive into what everyone shows up for, and that's the depths of depravity of plugins. Let's get into it. All right. What we got here for you here is first off, we got a little bit about uh, Classic Press. We don't have any Classic Press news. We do like to keep mentioning it for anyone who happens to listen to the show that's a Classic Press user. And, we do actually have something this week. Oh, do we? Yes, I was told by your alter ego, we have something. What do we have? Um, where? What, where? I don't see anything in here. I see nothing in the show notes for it. Nope, I don't see it. That's Okay, well, we'll have to bring uh, it next week. I'm not going to go right. dig in too deep. I'll have to bring it next week. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, next week we'll have something new for Classic Press, whatever it might be. But let's get talking about our plugins. First plugin I have for you this week is called events block for the events calendar and this is the events calendar the one we gave away not too long ago we have a great uh, interview for the uh, um, not the developer but their marketing team on the events calendar but this is a block that you can use for your Gutenberg developments to display your events for the event calendar a nice simple simple little block you just add in there and then it lets you showcase your upcoming events in a nice in a nice Gutenberg block on your website. Just a simple straightforward plugin for that to help you display it in a much cleaner fashion and sense than it normally does. Go check it out. Nice simple straightforward plugin, the events block for the events calendar and I give it a 4 dragon rating. And the first one I have up is Starbox, the author box for humans. Okay. This is something I came across when I was doing some research for a client, and I thought it was pretty cool. It was uh, created for those who want to present the authors of their posts and articles in a, in a very pretty and clean, presentable way. Most theme author boxes that come with themes aren't really all that pretty, I find, so going out and finding one that you like is seems to be the best idea this one has a lot of options is totally free and what you can do is you can you can personalize each author set it up so that's visible in only posts or pages or both at the same time you can set it so that the box appear set up where the box appears in relation to the post or article whether it's on top beside below your choice it has a it has a Google and, um, attachment to it, so like when people go searching through Google, uh, the little author box that you set up here, you'll actually see that picture with the information you put there in the Google search, which mm -hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. It's very easy to use, very simple to set up. It's essentially a bunch of toggles, and then you choose which, uh, whichever template you want your author box to look like, and then you add in the information. Very easy and very pretty. Very I cool. rate this at five dragons. Alrighty. The next one I have for you here is called Memory Meter. And uh, hang on a sec. I gotta take a break. Take this here. <laughs> no worries. I'll, I'll carry the oh. show along for a moment. Memory Meter. Oh. View and log memory usage and memory limits. Let's see, he wrote down here, Memory Meter is a simple plugin that adds a memory meter to the admin bar in your website's dashboard and front end so you can see memory usage. It also provides 
latest and flagged memory usage logs. <clears throat> I can see how that would be useful. Especially if your site runs a bit slower and you want to know what the heck is going on with it. See if any excess memory is being used up and by what. Uh, all right. Back to the show. I read out what you wrote down for this. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't help it. All right. Memory meter. What it's used for, this is a plug-in. If you're having memory issues on your WordPress website, which is a common occurrence in WordPress, is out of memory issues or you get notices from your cheap uh, hosting provider saying your memory memory use is excessive, you can install this plugin and it will log and give you a lowdown on what items are using memory in your site tells you memory usage by file size, memory usage of percentage of the memory, PHP max limits and uh, usage logs, latest and flagged. You know, so it's a way to help debug and find out what is going on on your WordPress website without the headaches of trying to track it down in other manual ways. So I thought this was a very useful plugin that could be used. It's a relatively new plugin and it could help save you some time. So you might want to check this one out if you're having some memory issues on your WordPress website. So go check this one out. It's the memory meter view and log memory usage and memory limits. And I give it a four dragon rating. Very nice. I definitely see how useful that could be. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, next up for me is simple author box. This was another one that I came across during my research there. And I think this one is a really good uh, alternative or runner up to the uh, Starbucks one. Because this one has a lot more options. It has a pro version. So the free version for this one for presenting your author box, it's pretty simple, but it still gives you more specific uh, personalization options. Like you can change the size of the box's padding change the color and text options there's more uh there's more information you can add in it it it's a little more easy to personalize it but if you um if you really want to get the full use out of it you will have to go pro the free version gives you just enough the pro version is what you would really want to go for so it's kind of a step up from the other plugin as well there's a lot to it you can really personalize it. You can change the social icons. You can change the entire color palette. There's so much you can do with this. I definitely recommend checking this out if you are looking for a more in-depth fantasy author box. I rate this at four dragons. Excellent. Ahambian had a comment here. What's that? Um, he says, I have to keep checking resource usage in cPanel. Does this allow me to see same info in WP backend rather than going to cPanel? It'll, it looks like from the plugin of the memory usage, it's a similar to what you get in cPanel um, to see what's happening there, resource usage. And this one here just tells you which files or which, uh, which ones are using the, um, using the memory and how much memory they're using. So it seems like a shortcut to me instead of going to cPanel because it tells you the memory usage by file size, the current memory usage, percentage of memory limit, you know, um, memory, it gives you logs with it and they don't have any screenshots of what it is right now. So I would imagine I definitely that- definitely see that making life a little easier. I would imagine it'd be a whole lot easier to use. 
Okay, the final one I've got for you here today is one for those of you who are giving out PDF files or a music file or who knows, if you're allowing downloads from your website of specific files, maybe after they've signed up for something or you're just giving something away free but you want them to sign up, well, this one creates a file, it creates a download delay when you wrap the link for the file in the short code, and this could be anything, archives, MP3, PDFs, etc. And it pops up a window where you can either showcase an advertisement or showcase a form to fill out, you know, get them to do something while they're waiting for the file to download. Basically, you know, they shouldn't have to wait, but what you're doing is you're creating a delay long enough to push some advertisement or promotion or some additional item into them and say, hey, check this out before while we prepare this in the background. You know, and then their file starts downloading and then they ignore it most of the time. But if it's something that you can work with your marketing team to develop, it could be a major benefit to your site to increase your number of signups to your mailing list or encourage them to do something. Or if you're selling ads on your site, just show one more ad on your site and make an extra penny. You know, anything along that lines. Seems like a very useful tool. I found it was very nice and something to go check out. And uh, it is the files downloads delay and I give it a five dragon rating. Oh, I didn't hear a dragon that time. Did it go? Yeah, it fired. Fire again. Okay. There it goes. For some reason, I'm not hearing it all of a sudden. That's rude. Oh, okay. oh well. Um, that is a pretty cool plugin. What's that? Uh, last one I have for today is compliance. GDPR slash CCPA cookie consent. Hmm. I thought this was a pretty decent one that it, it covers all the bases. It, it does have a pro version, and I think if you are looking specifically to cover all your bases and also have logs, you're going to want to get the pro version, but the free version will give you a decent amount to work with. It takes a little time to set up. Definitely not as easy as some others that I have come across in the past, but it's very in-depth. You can set it to one of these countries, Canada, European Union, UK, USA, Australia, South Africa, or Brazil. You can also set it to subregions within these countries, and you can set it as a banner template, just as a cookie consent pop-up. You can you can have legal documents, no jQuery dependency. There is a lot just in the free version. Hmm. Pro, the pro version um, also gives you the ability to hold records of consent, set up the res uh, the respects that do not track settings and global privacy controls in the end users browsers. Use Google Consent Mode and integrate with Europe Consent Framework for Publishers. Plus, hmm. a lot more. I think if I were to say everything, it would take me a good 10 minutes just to read it all out. Yeah. If you have a lot of traffic from these countries, this would be a fantastic addition to your site, in my opinion. Yeah. I rate it at four dragons. Alrighty. Yeah, there's so many cookie consent plugins out there now. Emdian said, a number of dodgy download sites use delayed free downloads as incentive to pay for downloads. Oh, yeah, hmm. absolutely. They I did, hadn't even thought they, about that. They do do that. I, 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 know, I know of them. I, I sometimes will wait for it. Sometimes I won't. You know, you just got to have, have trust of your users, and you got to make sure you're not just slamming them with useless crap when you use something like this. So a lot of those download dodgy download sites. 
I miss the days when downloads were more trustable than they are now. Yeah, me too. All right. Just go onto a site and seed from anywhere. <laughs> hey, we have some listener feedback this week. Yes, I forgot to mention that. All right. Here we go. Feedback from a listener out there. Hi, Amber and John. I'm enjoying the show and listen every week. I've learned a great deal from you both. And I'm glad to have added this section with Amber asking you, John, questions. I find I'm learning even more than I anticipated. An avid listener. Thanks a lot. Oh, awesome. Thanks a lot. Whoever, whoever sent that in to us, we greatly appreciate it. <laughs> That's exciting. I'm glad my questions are helpful. <laughs> well, I'm sure they are. All right, so we do have a few other things here. Let's wander into. It's a contest, contest. WordPress plugins from A to Z. Oh, so great. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks to Steve Goodtime and Brant Matthews who donated that awesome jingle. All right, we do have a contest currently. We are giving away a single lifetime domain license for interactive geo maps valued at 49 bucks. It's a really cool plugin. This is a mapping plugin that uh, doesn't give you high definition maps, but you know, maps are for simple stuff. You know, I like to follow this trail here and you can trail out that map. It gets down to regions. It even gets down to, uh, to counties on some maps you know north american maps they got they can get down to counties with some of them you know and some in europe and other places but it is a really great map plugin and it allows you to do all kinds of cool things colorize the different states and provinces or countries or you know add a, add a marker on there that when people mouse up on it it gives them some more description on it just lots of really cool features on this plugin so if you're interested in this, hey, go enter the contest. Contest is running until April 6th, with the winner being announced on April 7th. So it's a really great plugin. And uh, yeah, make sure you come check it out, folks, and go sign up and register for it. All we ask for is your email address, and we'll send you uh, our newsletter if we're ever sending out newsletters anymore. Not sure. I haven't uh, that, seen one. That is 11 days left to enter for your chance to win. Yes, so... Running up real quick. Starting to run out of time real quick. All right, cover up a couple of quick things here. And uh, what we're going, plugins we covered on this show here. I covered up the following ones the events block for the events calendar, which I gave a four to. The memory meter, view and log memory usage and memory limits, which I gave a four to. And the files download delay, which I gave a five to, or five to. And I covered Starbox, the author box for humans, which I rated at five. Simple author box, which I rated at four. And compliance, GDPR slash CCPA, cookie consent, which I rated at four. Very cool. All right, we had a meeting in the pre-stream today for those of you who might have caught the pre-stream. And we decided that uh, now that the uh, deck here at the Oasis has been passed, we're going to have a beat up on June 25th. And Super exciting. That information, we'll get all the details out later and how you can sign up for it because it will be a limited number of people who can show up because you know I can't host the entire world as much as I'd like to. And because it'll be combined with a meetup from the Rogues Tavern and also as a uh, 
as a night in the, at the No Agenda show. I'll be putting it up on No Agenda as a meetup. So we'll have a whole bunch of different types of people showing up for this meetup. And once I get that all organized, we will be announcing out where you can go sign up and RSVP for it. So it is coming. All right. Would you like to be on an interview show? If you would like to be interviewed, you're a developer, a WordPress worker, uh, know something about WordPress, you're marketing WordPress plugins, you got something to say, say about WordPress itself, whatever. If you want to be on an interview show, reach out to me at WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash interview and schedule an interview with me and we will get you on an interview show. And if you have plugins or suggestions for plugins or anything else, just go to WPPluginsAtoZ.com, submit plugin review, and we will get that information into the show notes. All right. It is time for us to head into the Q&A segment. It's question and answer time. What, Amber? Ooh, I heard that one. That was that one was loud and clear. Oh, well, it must be. They're probably <laughs> at different levels in the uh, in the thing. <laughs> so before I get into the questions, if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca, and we will get them up here, and we'll see if we can stump my dad. My first question for you is, how long is too long to wait for updating your WordPress site? Okay, um, well that's kind of a variable. I find that you need to, if you're gonna keep your site up to date, you need to do it at least monthly, at least once a month. If you take it out two months, your plugins could be two or three versions behind, you could be one to two versions behind on WordPress and it gets risky, riskier, more problematic to leap forward two or three versions of a plugin. Especially, we'll take for example, WooCommerce, one of my you know most feared ones to update. It's been really good for a very long time. Hopefully it stays that way. But uh, there are times though, if you don't keep it up to date in all the increments and then they suddenly do a big update from an incremental point update to a new version update, if you jump to that new version without the increments along the way, causing it to do the updates to the database along the way, you can break it. And then it's no longer fun. And it just mm. makes your life miserable. And the same thing with WordPress itself. You know, if you jump two or three versions of WordPress and the points don't, you know, one or two versions of WordPress and the point versions weren't done along the way, it can break it. So I try to do them at least once a month if I'm trying to keep them up to date. If you don't do them and you just don't want to update, you can just leave it at a certain set point and they will work okay for a while provided that the plugins that you're using don't develop any holes in them or any holes that are there are discovered, you know. You can keep going for a long time. There's many people out there that are running two, three version olds of WordPress along with very old plugins, but they the problem is, is they were all working perfectly at that time. And sometimes you update and things don't work perfectly and you spend time fixing whatever went wrong with the update. And it's like, it's a catch 22. Do I update and everything goes well or I update and it goes wrong or I don't update and everything stays well. I don't update and one of the plugins suddenly has a security flaw in it. Well, it didn't suddenly, it had the security flaw the whole time. It's a discovered security flaw. Now it's being, now it's being um, um, attacked or you know taken advantage of. So it's like, 
if you're keeping it up to date, too long is two months. Two months past two, past two months is getting too long. So never okay. let it never let it go more than two months. So I try not to. Even on my own sites, I, I keep them up to date, and sometimes they'll get outwards two months, and I'll look at it and I'll go, okay, well. And of course, the big thing: if you're going to be updating and you've gotten some stuff that's old, make damn sure you've made your backup immediately before updating anything. Never go, oh, I don't need the backup today. I've made that mistake. I don't need the backup today. It'll all be fine. Boom, hit the first plugin, crashes the whole goddamn site. And then you're like, oh shit, what version of that plugin was it? You know? Because you can revert back. That's the nice thing about WordPress. WordPress does revert back, so. Uh, next question. <clears throat> if you install two plugins that do the same thing, for example, Monster Insights and Exact Metrics, Will having them both running simply cover all bases, or will it cause crossed wires and create issues, or will it just be redundant to try running them both? It's both redundant and it, it may it may cause uh, cross wires and issues because you're it's two plugins doing the same thing, trying to grab the same information. You could also be you could also be considered spamming by the by the search engines because you've got two sets of that information hiding in your code. Hmm. Okay, yeah, because I can see that e causing issues. Each one each each one and then the same thing with other plugins if you've if you've got two plugins doing the same thing such as uh, sliders, you know, you, it's redundant information at that point. But, you know, anytime you've got two plugins doing the same thing, it's redundant information and it could cause you cross-wired issues depending on the plugin and uh, or are the plugins involved in it and especially with SEO plugins you don't want more than one one SEO plugin is all you want because anything more than one could create SEO issues to the search engines because you have double the information in your code because each one uses its own blocks to present the information Endian said something to my last question there. He said, I update most days. Yeah, well, if you're only working on a couple of sites, easy enough to do. Back in the beginning when I was doing just a few websites, every time I'd log into those websites, first thing I did was update any new plugins that were, up, that, that were due for update. So if you're logging into a website regularly and consistently, absolutely, update immediately. Just get it done, out of the way. You know, but make sure yeah. you have a backup. Always back up. Whatever you're whatever yeah. you're updating, always back it up. You know. An another thing Hemdian said is any plugin could conflict with any other plugin. The more plugins, the more risk. True. Absolutely true. My record yes. right now is 125 plugins on a website. I'm gonna have to take the sandbox and see if I can put if I can beat your record. Yeah. Well I had it I had it on a live site. <laughs> I, huh. I, I had it on a live site. A live site. I had 125 plugins. I've since pared this website down to about 60 because <laughs> I realized I didn't need all the plugins. I was able to do some of it with code and other stuff. But yeah, 125. Yeah, and as I said, increased risk when the plugins are similar. Absolutely. The risk goes higher. That is a problem. It's true. The more plugins you run, the more risk you run. The number of plugins, you know, the question is always banted about how many plugins should I have on my WordPress website? You have as many plugins as you need to perform the tasks that you need. If you can get by with five plugins, five plugins is all you need. 
If you need 50 plugins, 50 plugins is what you need. It's for whatever functionality you're going to do. Now, the thing is, you can take a lot of plugin information or pl what a lot of plugins only provide, you know, one specific item. You can actually put that code into the functions file or create a, a massive plugin that covers all the bases. I used to have, once upon a time, I used to have a default plugin that I'd load into websites that had all this specialized functionality all in one plugin. You know, so it's it's depends on what you want to do and how you're doing it. Yeah, 125, not 120. It was 125. <laughs> and it wasn't just to see if I could do it. It was because I kept adding information to the site. Because yeah, I've paired yeah. I've paired that site. That's one of my own personal websites, and I've paired it down to about 60 now. I think. You are doing it for that reason, but I want to see if I can, uh, in one of my playground sites, I want to see if I can put more than 125, have them all actually be useful, yeah. and just see if I can break the record just because yeah. I want to. Okay, well, they got to be useful. <laughs> they can't just be, you know, go to 126 because I dumped 126. They got to be useful. They got to they gotta yeah. make something out of the website. It can't just be useless. Well, no, that, that, that would totally pointless you managed to make 125 all totally useful and you were using them i yeah. have to see if i can break that record okay well, good <laughs> luck with that all right read out your last question and we'll close this out and uh deal with it only for those on the youtube channel all right what was the oddest site you've ever come across in regards to the way it was set up and the way it ran and what why what about it was so odd that one will take me some thought. Maybe I'll remember that while we listen to our girl take us on out. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers <coughs> because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsa to z.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget.